Welcome to It's All Fine and Dangy, where we talk about community, culture, and all of the big and little things that make life good. Here are your hosts, Dan and Angie. Hey everybody, welcome to episode number 112 of the It's All Fine and Dangy podcast. We are on our part two of our wedding slash honeymoon episodes because we were gone for two weeks. Oh, you know, I it's been so great, but... I, and I know those of you out there listening are going to be like, really, please come on. I've been working, but I'm exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we did a lot. I mean, if anybody listened to the show last week, you heard, I mean, we were action packed. for Really, the- really, really. Were. I talked I talk to my brother today and he's asking, you know, how it went on the honeymoon. And when the time we're recording, at the time we're recording this, we've been back for a couple of days. But, uh, you know, we were back to back to back. We, we had not one day where we just chilled around the cabin. No, and I even had chill days scheduled in, and then they didn't end up happening because yep. we found something else to do that That's somebody exactly recommended right. or just got kind of spontaneous. I mean, fact of the matter is we're not two people that lay around too often anyway. Yes, we're uh, not good at sitting around. No, we have to, we have to keep busy, but... Um, I think on the last episode we ended, we were actually up at um, the Blue Ridge Parkway. We were sitting there actually recording the podcast. That's right, which we was were really cool. Yeah, that was cool. Um, I wish we would have had time to record the other half of this up in North Carolina, <clears throat> but we ran out of time. So we are back home in our fabulous little studio, um, and we still had an action action packed other half of the vacation. Oh yeah. Cause we st- recorded the last one in the middle of our honeymoon and we yeah, had we the did. other half of it still to go. So yeah, we did so many things, uh, you know, since we, since we spoke to you guys last, we went to the Biltmore for two days. We did. Yeah. So the first day we just did like the normal tour, which I love this time because this time we actually use the little, um, they have like these little microphone, they look like a little telephone Yep. and you push the numbers each time you go into a room and it does a tour information. Yeah. And if anybody doesn't know what the Biltmore estate is, it is in Asheville, North Carolina, and it is this huge estate owned by the Vanderbilt family. And it was built, oh goodness. We, we took the tour and listened yeah. to all the information. I can't remember what year it was yeah. built either. 1800s or yeah. early 1900s. And it's this huge, it's a mansion. Let's just put it that way. It is, that it is indescribably huge. And they do all these different tours. They have like a regular tour where you go through the house. You can do a rooftop tour. You can do a behind the scenes tour. You could, They have a winery. They have, how many acres do you remember? Originally it was 125 acres thousand that the family owned that george vanderbilt owned and now it's eight thousand wow but still eight thousand acres give me a break so it's 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 enormous yeah it's it's a lot so yeah we did just the regular tour really cool because you you know it's just you're stepping back in time when you're in this place mo almost every single thing that is there is original yeah I mean, there are some things they've had to restore, but they try to do it as true to the original as they can, which is really cool to keep it really authentic to that time period. So yeah, it's I love that. So and neat. You, when you walk through the big tour, the house, you, know, you have to remember they've sort of converted the edge of each room to be carpet with a rope so you can't walk all the way into the room, but it it's important to remember that when you're going through because it gives you the scale of the room. You have enough oh, yeah. room for a crowd of people to walk through one side of it and the rest of the room still looks I, huge. Oh, it's amazing. It's yeah, just, really neat. I mean, let's just put it this way. One room is 
way bigger than one of than our house. Than our whole house. And one <laughs> of the things, I mean, you guys know me. One of the things that made it super impressive to me is the Biltmore House. And I wish we knew what year it was built specifically, but it was. We have a book that we got. Oh, we did. We <laughs> should have brought it in here. Yeah, that would have been. And it, maybe, if you don't mind, maybe you could look it up while I'm saying yeah. this, Angie. But um, thank you. But. Uh, it was advanced technologically speaking. They had like mm-hmm. intercom systems throughout the house. They had dumb waiters where they could call for food to be pulled, you know, up from the kitchen. They had these massive kitchens with these spits that would cook like an entire hog, and then the grease was trapped and would run out through a special system. The uh, the gutters on the building for the water, the way the the ceiling tiles were attached, the you know it had electric, it had electricity, it had a heating system, central heat through the whole house, working plumbing, it had working plumbing hot through the water whole. up the hot and cold water, uh, yeah, hot, it was crazy. It, it was for its time, it was so so advanced. Yeah, so it was the house that was decked out with all the tech back in. It that really day. was. It was like the house. With so all we the- should have known by all the tour. When it was completely finished, when they actually brought friends and family in to look at it, it was December 24th, 1895. Remember, so, they had they wanted it done by Christmas. Oh, that's right. 1895. It took six years to build, but if you saw it, you'd be like, there's no way this was built in six years. You couldn't believe it. It's no. so massive. It is so massive. But if you're ever in North Carolina in the Asheville area, it is so worth it. You can see the house from the airplane coming yes. in. Yes. It looks like a castle. I did. I saw it coming in and I'm like, that can't be it. And then when we were leaving, I saw it again. Yeah. And it's crazy. It's like the Disney of Asheville. It really is. Because that's what people, it's brought in. And we learned that too, that it brought in, that town was dying. Yeah. And it brought in all this business because it provided what was it? A thousand people working a day for six years wow. to build this house. Yeah. Craziness. And now it's a, you know, it's a tourist spot. So yeah. it drives the economy there. Yeah. So it's, it's pretty awesome, man. But we also did the wine tasting. So we, at the Biltmore, yeah. Yeah. Well, we, that's over like in Antler Village, it's called. <clears throat> so it's actually the, the wine tasting is at the winery where they actually used to do, they had a creamery. Yep. So they were known for having, you know, large amount of cows and they had a creamery there. And we actually walked through a little tunnel underneath the building. That's where they used to store and transfer the the milk. So, so it, cool. Yeah. So we got a cool picture of that actually in the tunnel. Yeah. So. Yeah. I posted that one on my personal mm-hmm. Instagram. But um, also for the wine tour, you know, they let you come in. It's, there's no cost for the wine tour. You do have to book it, uh, you know, reserve it. But they let you try like four or five different wines of your choice from the menu. It's yeah. really a neat experience. Yeah, I love it. It wasn't, of course, they're, you know, following, you know, these smaller group rules still right now. And you have to like reserve your time. Um, but it was a little more intimate this time, which I loved. It wasn't too crazy. Yeah. Like everybody just kind of packed in together. So I loved that. I did too. And they've got like three or four restaurants. Oh, maybe more than four restaurants between the Biltmore and... And the little village. I mean, you could spend the whole day there. Oh, yeah. Which we did. Two days in a row. Yeah. yeah, And then the next day, we we planned on coming back the next day because, you know, like I said, it's on 8,000 acres. Right. So they also have all these bike trails, hiking trails. Um, They have canoeing and kayaking there, which we were going to do all that. 
Yeah. But one of the guys there, Joe, I think his name was, talked us into coming back the second day to do the rooftop tour. And that was pretty cool. Yeah, Joe, Joe actually did the math for us because if you do a tour where the tour is $40 or more, then your second day to the Biltmore is free, which is normally $25 each. So you save. Well, it's 25 to come back the next day. Right. Let us just, you know, let you know that your first day is not. It's, it's a not lot 25. More. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> it's around the $70 range, I think, yeah. but it's worth it to me. But the second day, that still saves you 50 bucks. So essentially, the rooftop tour ends up costing, I think he said 15 bucks each yeah. because of the. Uh, but it, yeah. that was really neat, too. Oh, gosh. So what was your favorite part? Now, when we say rooftop tour, guys, we mean they take you on the rooftop. It's really cool. My favorite part of the rooftop tour, that's a tough one. Because, yeah. and just to tell you guys, part of what they do in the tour is they'll walk you through, like, this was the family dining room. This was the, you know, George Vanderbilt's private library where he had all these books he collected. But there's, like, secret passages. They'll, yeah. show, they'll point to you and say, if you look at that real close, you'll see that's a secret passage where... Guests could come down from their rooms into like the library without having to go the you know through the main hallway as like a shortcut. And yeah, that's cool. There are a lot of those everywhere. But when we did the rooftop tour, it's it's that vibe. It's almost like um, there's like a cool spiral staircase that goes yeah. up. It's it reminds me of like the Spiderwick movies yeah, or something. They also took you in rooms that you don't see on the regular tour. Yeah. So that's kind of nice to know that they offer different things. For different so that, people. Yeah. You know, if you're there for a week and you want to just get your architect history in, yeah. you know, and check it out, then mm-hmm. you'll see different things. Yeah, totally. There's something fantastical about it. it. It's a place that it sort of brings your imagination to life in there because there's so much detail in the art and the walls and it seems really mysterious. But in answer to your question, Angie, for the rooftop tour, my favorite thing was probably when we actually got on the roof and they show you the gargoyles that you can see from the yes. ground, these big, huge things. They're probably, you know, when you're up against them, they're probably four feet tall on the corners. All of them but one had a tail and the one that didn't have a tail had an actual butt. <laughs> and the tour guide said the reason they did that is the artists, you know, they had to bring them up there and finish carving them. And while they were carving that one, he broke the tail off. So the artist just had to wing it and do something else. <laughs> that was pretty funny to me, but yeah. it's also interesting to know that stuff was all carved on site. You know, it yeah. wasn't done off site and then shipped in. It's amazing just to see the, I mean, I'm amazed by two things. The fact that this was in George Vanderbilt's head, yeah. like the details of it. I mean, of course he hired like the best of the best people the to architect. come and do it, yeah. but like he envisioned exactly what kind of chandelier he wanted here or yeah. staircase he wanted here. And the whole house was designed around pieces of art and just it, it, to have all that in your mind yeah. for this huge, this um, huge piece of what am I trying to say? Architecture. Yeah. Um, but also the people that did it. Yeah. Because this was very, um, when you look at the building and how it's put together, um, these workers knew what they were doing. Yeah. I mean, I'm thinking of the slate tiles on the roof. So pieces of slate individually cut, and then they were like hooked. So there's no holes or anything ran through them like a normal shingle, but they were individually hooked through the attic. And we got to walk in the attic and see where those little hooks came in and the individual tiles were hanging. Yeah, and it took two people to hang each individual tile, someone in the attic and someone outside. So they put the slate on and then the person inside would would sort of take the hook and 
bend it around the structure so yeah. it wouldn't hold on. It was really neat. It's what was your favorite part of the rooftop door? That was my favorite part. Oh, was part. it? Okay. Well, it, no, I liked when we walked outside on that balcony yeah. because you. I thought the balcony was only going to be a tiny little thing in the front of the window yeah. and then it actually wrote, went all the way around the house. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty cool. It was really cool. The other thing we did there was the gardens. They have like a full-blown greenhouse. And a conservatory. And a, yeah, it was so cool. Inside there, they have model trains running now. Yeah. So I, I did notice that they do different events throughout the year, yep. like around Christmas time, they do things in the summer to kind of, you know, keep it interesting, maybe for the locals who have annual passes. But yeah, they had like a little miniature railway. I want to say miniature, but it went through the whole entire conservatory. Yeah, it was neat. And, and then they had the buildings to replicate, like, the Biltmore House and all the cottages and everything that are on the property. You know what I feel so like? So that was neat. It was really neat. I feel like, because you and I had done that tour before, and there's so many plants and flowers, it is the most tropical, gorgeous tour. It's a, it's a walking tour. They don't really tell you anything. You just go through. Yeah. But I could see kids getting bored in there. So having the trains running mm-hmm. all through, I could see that adding an element for them. Yeah, I think that was... Um that was probably the idea behind that. You I would know, think so. To, you know, get the little ones excited about what's going on here. So, so Angie, what did we do after that? So the most fun part of our trip <laughs> is what I <laughs> is what I think anyway. So we rented these um, e bikes. So they're electric bikes, but you still have to pedal. Yeah, you they're still hybrids. have to work. Yep. They're hybrid. Yep. Um, and we went on the little trail up to the Biltmore, and then you know, then we came downhill, and it was really fast. But then we found actual mountain biking trails. Yes, we did. And it was amazing. It was insane. (laughs) Neither of us have ever biked on an actual mountain bike trail. And if you're from Florida here or you've never been on a mountain bike trail, you have to imagine these trails are... Not flat. (laughs) Maybe a foot wide, literally a foot wide, and they go up and down back over the mountains so you're going uphill and then you're going down a very steep hill and then you're zigging zagging <laughs> back and crazy. forth so you're not kind of out of control and it was insane and when we were on those hybrid bikes if you can imagine the hybrid bikes are like when you pedal it feels like someone's pushing you yeah so you pedal and then it goes really fast and so we were careening almost out of control oh it was it was amazing i have quite a few bruises to show yes you <laughs> had a I, few incidents yeah i came off the bike a couple times and the bike is kind of like a man's bike so yeah. um you know it doesn't feel too great when you fall off that sure it was a workout too <laughs> it was yeah we were um quite sweaty when we got done with that and I my saw... chain popped off at the very end yeah, and we yeah. had to i had to push my bike back to the uh, little barn thing where we had to turn them in. Oh, yeah. I lost my chain. You lost yours once or twice. twice. That, that's how yeah. rough it was on the yeah. rocks. But there, at one point when I'm following you, and I think it's in one of the videos, I watched you come around this really sharp turn down. You have to picture, the, you know, you guys listening here. One side of her is like going up the mountain. The other side of her on the, on the trail goes down the side of the mountain. And she hits her brakes <laughs> and they lock up. And so she's sliding well, that's because I was only hitting my back yeah, brake. Yeah, I know. Because we're used to doing that. You know, here, down yeah. here, you got to use both brakes yeah. on those trails. And But it was so fun. It we were so laughing. Fun. Well, I don't, I was laughing a little bit, but you can hear in the video, a lot of it is like, oh. oh. Me too. <laughs> because it was there so was rocks and I want to say twigs, but no, roots <laughs> to know. huge trees coming out and 
and holes and mud and it was crazy fun. So next time it is definitely on the list of things that we have to experience again. I agree. That was one of my very favorite things yeah, to do. It was, it was borderline so more intense than the zip lining. Yeah. A different weird? kind of intense because yeah. you're in control of it. You're not really in control of the zip lining. It's yeah. like you're on it and you're going. Plus, you know, you know the zip lining is really safe. It you is. Know, the, yeah. bike, the mountain bikes are only as safe as you are. <laughs> <laughs> we weren't being too safe. It wasn't being too safe, I know. <laughs> oh, so yeah. So we did not have a rest and relaxation day the next day. We did not. But no. we, we did, after the mountain biking, we went to Cedric's Tavern right there in the Biltmore. Oh, yeah. They had really good beer. Oh, amazing. Good burger. Yeah. yeah. Was, that was really fun. Yeah, it was good. It's That's the thing. It is kind of like Disney there. You don't have to leave to get anything yeah like it's got your food got your desserts got you can entertainment you, you know that's right you can sit in cedric's tavern all sweaty and gross for mountain biking <laughs> which sure is can. what we did we <laughs> sure did we did not care and then we got up early the next morning yes <laughs> um so we had a cool thing planned that next morning it was um i found this on airbnb because when you rent something from airbnb you can find experiences in the area too yep Sometimes it's hard to pick and choose what you're going to do. Oh, so much. Yeah. yeah. And um, so we did something called um, a coffee hike. And our guide was Caitlin. We met Miss Caitlin. And we've been to the falls that she took us to before. Yep. But it's nice when you have somebody that knows what they're doing and can kind of just take you in the right direction and kind of gives you some, you know, information about the area, educates you a little bit. And she's very experienced. You know, what was cool about that to me, besides the hiking and the waterfalls, of course, that was great, but Caitlin makes coffee right on the side of the river. She takes water from the river, runs it through a filter. She does a, she does a, um, like a steeping process for mm-hmm. one of the coffees and a French press for the others. Uh, and she's starting her own coffee company. Yes. She's just getting off the ground. The coffee was amazing. Even Angie was able to drink some of it black, which yes, she doesn't which do. which I never do. So it was, uh, it was really fun. It was really just Angie and I. And Caitlin and Tony from Cape Canaveral, who was oh, that's who right. signed yep. up as well. Awesome. Yeah. So. Yeah. I thought that was so cool when she was getting the water right out of the river. And when we say she had a filter, she is very a very experienced hiker. Yes. So she knows all the correct equipment to use. So you're not going to get sick from something, you know, because yeah, you do. water that may or may not be you clean. You have yeah. to be prepared for that. But she's actually, I thought it was very impressive. She actually, by herself, hiked the Appalachian Trail. I know. That is so cool. That is crazy. So she was telling us some stories about that. And she did start off with a friend. Um, they did part of it together. And you kind of meet people along the way, she said. But what an undertaking. To oh, just so cool. Just decide, you know, something she wanted to do since she was a little girl. And she just did it. I mean, how cool. She's she's taking life by the horns That's and just right. kind of doing her thing. I love it. I love how she's got the coffee thing started. She's also got a hip camp that she does from her property as well. She does. I'm definitely going to put, um, we're going to have links to all those. Yep. Because, yeah, she bought some property up there in North Carolina. And she's do, letting people camp on her property which is so cool yeah really cool and we've done the hip camp before right down here like right in our backyard uh, yeah a little bit of farm here in town which was really fun yeah a little bit of life oh sorry a little bit of life I, <laughs> it is a farm i keep calling it a little bit of farm it's a little bit of life yeah uh, little l-i-l l-i-l that's right so yeah but we we want to try to get caitlin on the show we're talking to her about that yeah we are because you know, she has a really cool story you yeah. know and um and small business 
So we want to support that. And the coffee is quite amazing. So I'm excited to get some ordered soon. Um, and then she, you know, not to talk about food too much, but you know, a lot of people go to Asheville for the food. Yep. And I love when we discover those little, you know, back of the woods places that nobody'd ever know to go yeah, into. Me too. And but Caitlin sent us we were starving after the hike. Um so we went to a place called Cedar Mountain Cafe. So good. Not every not everywhere we ate was the best. I mean you're never gonna get that anywhere. No. no. But this was one of them. This was amazing. Yeah. Just you know, little mom and pop cafe. Yeah. Delicious. Great atmosphere. And we met the owner Lucia. And she came out and chatted with us for That's quite right. a bit. She was cool. And yeah, um, yeah we we um, hit it off with her and we will be back to the cafe next time we are up Absolutely there for sure. Will. And it's roughly a mile and a half from South Carolina. So Oh, that's right. Because, yeah, we did not drive over there because we were ready to go. Yeah, we were tired <laughs> out. <laughs> by that point. But, um, yeah, that we were could have drove right to the South Carolina border. So we're going to have to do that next time. Yeah. She was telling us about, I don't know the name of what Pretty to look place. it up. Pretty place. Mm-hmm. Where there's like a church carved into the side of a cliff or a mountain or That's something. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to have that on the list for next time. No doubt. So... After that, I think we had dinner that night. You know, I don't know. We were pretty exhausted, so <laughs> I'm sure we just... Oh, we had sushi that night, or was that the next night? I don't remember. Oh, it was that oh, night. Oh, it was that night. Yep. We did. We had sushi downtown, a little place called Umai, I think yeah. it was called. and that was good Which sushi. our host, our Airbnb host, um, suggested it, yeah. and it was a very good, yeah. Right in downtown. That was in downtown Hendersonville, wasn't That's it? That's right. So yeah. we love Hendersonville. That is the town we actually stay in, not Asheville. We really. say Asheville all the time, but yeah, we're st- and and you know I don't know if we've talked too much about this on the air, but we're, we're entertaining the thought of making our move there at some point. Yeah, I I think so. I will say that um, coming back with the heat has Oof. been who quite devastating I have to been my working, body. Working in that yard all day <laughs> today you. and I am dying. I went grocery shopping and I said, <laughs> no, I couldn't be out in the yard today. Yeah. And you know, that's way different for me because I usually am a lover of the sun, but it's, you know, your body changes. And plus it's getting, I mean, it's 96 degrees, I think today. Yeah. It's pretty hot. It's pretty hot out there. So let's go back to where it was cooler for a minute. The next day was your day. You, this was your big day. You were very excited about this was our last full day before we came home. Yeah. So I planned the last day as like a rest and relaxation day. And we, I found this cool Japanese inspired spa up in the mountains, like 2,500 feet above sea level. Yeah. Um, so we drove to the top of this little mountain and there's this place called the Soji spa and retreat they actually have like where you can stay there like lodging too but we just did um a couple of the little things that they offer so they have these little like private japanese bathhouses almost that have a hot tub in them and it's actually like himalayan salt therapy so there's salt in the hot tub while you're looking down the side of the mountain while you're looking down the side of the mountain private they do like a um, Japanese tea that they serve on the side, or I think they'll do mimosas or yeah. wine if you want, but um, I did the Japanese tea. So you're in there, and then they have the freezing cold showers that you got, you know, the little showers you go walk to. I wasn't They're doing that. They're freezing cold. I wasn't doing <laughs> it that. It was very invigorating. <laughs> but you know, it's really good for like stimulating your blood vessels and stuff or blood flow. Like freezing and, and then hot again? Yes, wow. yes. Um, and um, then they had a sauna, which we didn't do because we were just hot from the being in the hot tub. Yep. But then we had also had a 60-minute massage. That was amazing. That yeah. was amazing. Well, 
It was amazing for me because it was very relaxing. Was yours relaxing, Daniel? No, I changed mine. <laughs> I know you ordered a relaxing massage. I changed mine as soon as the lady came over. I prefer a deep tissue massage. So no, mine was incredible pain and I was sweating, but afterwards it was great. <laughs> oh, yeah. So he chose to be in pain for his But massage. you know what? She like she was massaging my abs and immediately she goes, oh, I know why your back hurts. So, oh, yeah. you know, I need that. I'm, you do. I'm so tense. And you you really do need regular massages. So we need to... Um, Crack your knuckles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that was really great. Just something different, you know, to kind of do for, you know, our last day. It really was. And then for dinner, we topped it off. Copper crown again. Copper crown again. We, we know that you guys have heard us talk about <laughs> copper crown. We ate probably a third of the menu. Yeah. When we were there this time. Yeah, we did. And we everything did. was amazing. I mean, we have to save something for next time. Can we go? And look, I must say they make the best Sasserac I've ever had. If you yeah. don't know what that is, look it up. It's an amazing drink. Yeah. They, that is your place. It I think really you is. said that that's it. That's where you're saving your Sasserac that, for. That's it. <laughs> that is definitely it. But, but we it, got, we got some things to do next time too. Yeah, we do. So, um, Caitlin, our guide for the coffee hike actually told us about this guy that takes people in wetsuits, obviously, because the, the rivers are a little colder up there, obviously. Yeah. But he takes them snorkeling in the rivers and they lift over rock. They lift up rocks and look under them for these giant salamanders. That sounds amazing. <laughs> she did it. She said they look like dinosaurs. I mean, they don't hurt you or anything, but yeah. you're just... Finding the, I didn't even know they had those. I didn't either. And see, this is why you talk to locals, because that's how you find out the cool local stuff to do. So we are doing that next time. That is going to be a riot. We are doing the salamander snorkeling. The salamander snorkeling. We got a kayak too next time. Yeah. So we did not get kayaking in. So that's definitely something. I mean, it is hard to pack everything in, man. I know. I, one of the things I also wanted to do was uh, my friend Frank Franklin, mm -hmm. uh, I was speaking to him and his wife, and they had gone to Black Mountain, and they gave me a big long list of all the cool things to do, and I couldn't find my list when we were there. I messaged Frank, and he said, hold on, let me get it back to you. I got with his wife. She sent it to me. All these fun things to do, and I think... Angie and I kind of looked at each other and said, you know, if we do that, then we're going to get home late. And yeah. we kind of were wiped out. We were was, wiped. This is towards the end of the trip. So. I know, but we need something to do every time we go. So, so we got to go back and do Black Mountain yeah, for sure. We'll that's that's on that. our list of things to go do. And um, we did go to Sideways Brewery. We, we talked about that. But next time we've got to try to schedule a little time where we can actually sit and talk with John and yes. Carrie Schneider. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have to schedule a day that they're not doing an event. But it was really good to see them. You know, we got to say hi real quick, give them a quick hug, kind of walk around yeah. as we said in the last episode. But yeah, I think we definitely need to schedule time. And John and I were texting a bit, but some time to just go sit, you know, maybe go somewhere else, even and meet it for dinner or whatever. Yeah. It'd be nice. But it was amazing to see all their success. It really was. And then, um, definitely the other thing that we did not get to was Craigie Pinnacle, which everybody is telling us you have to go see the sunset there. Cause it's like an unobstructed view, I guess. Yeah. It's only like a 15 minute hike too, I think. Yeah. To get up there. So that is something we are, we have on the list for next time. Absolutely. And um, treetop and mountaintop tour. That's not and now. That's Navitat. Is that the same company that we yeah. did this? Okay. Yeah, yeah, Navitat. Oh, you say treetop and mountaintop tour? You just mean doing the ziplining again? 
Yeah, but both, both. of the tours oh, in one day. Oh, yes, yes, Because, yes. you know, you're there like three hours when you do a tour, but it'd be cool just to kind of make a whole day of I, it and yeah, just I, do both tours. I think you're right. I think if you did the first one early, like the earliest one they yeah. have, so you don't really have time to be burned out. Yep. And then take the break, jump right back on to do the next one. That would be amazing. That's right. And then we came home. Yes. And, it, <laughs> you know, we we had a very short layover on the way out. Just enough time to, you know. Run. Those, those of you that, well, on the way out, we didn't have to run, I don't think. But we, you know, we did have to kind of walk quickly oh, to we, our next when layover. when we left Orlando, yeah. Yeah, but on the way back, oh, oh, it was because our first flight was delayed a bit. So, took off late. So our connector, we barely, we were like the last people to get on and we literally ran across the whole airport. When we finally landed in Orlando, we sat on the tarmac for an hour and a half. That's after we circled like Mount Dora area for 30 minutes because yeah. the storms oh, that's were true. so bad. I, I, I missed that because yeah. I was watching the movie. But oh, yeah. yeah, but like it was like two hours extra. So uh, we ate dinner at the hotel because or at the at hotel the, in the, the airport. airport because we knew we're just we're going to be wiped out when we got home. So I think we got home at like. 11? Oh, it was much <laughs> later. I mean, we were supposed to get home at like 6.30 Six, or 7. Yeah. We got home very late. But anyway, it was such a great trip. And then it the was. very next day, we got up in the morning and we went and bought a new truck. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you know what that process is like. Oh, uh, So we spent the whole day, it felt like, in the dealership. But yeah. uh, but really it wasn't. It really was just a couple hours. Yeah. So they got us in and out of yeah, there. Yeah, I think so. it was three hours. It wasn't that bad. Oh, we needed a truck though. Yeah. And guess what you went and did today with that truck? I went new straight truck. to the Home Depot Garden Center and I used that truck. And then I spent the whole day in the yard. <laughs> ah, oh, but so we are still recovering from nine days away. I mean, really, it was more like mm, 13 days away if you consider the wedding weekend, oh, too. Oh, yes. Yep. So, like... When you come back from a vacation, you need a vacation. That's what Especially everybody says, right? Especially one like right? this, right? This, yeah. We were just so, we always do that, though. We're just, we don't sit around. So no. we're kind of forced to when we get back a little bit because we're exhausted. But yeah, we had our wedding, which was amazing. A couple days home and then straight out to the honeymoon, which was amazing. And now we're getting back in the swing of things. I have one more day off. You don't. I don't. I, uh, I head back to work tomorrow. Yes. And I will probably do a little bit of work kind of on the download, but I'm officially off because, and who's with me, those of you out there, I take off the day to see the, watch the Worldwide Developer Conference keynote live from Apple. Who's with me? Should inject some cricket noises right You here. might. <laughs> I'm sure, um, I'm sure Mary Wynog is with you. Oh, she might be. She will she be watching. Be. Yeah, but she, they're supposed to be announcing new MacBooks. So, you know, I'm going to be nerding very, out. Very, very excited for you. Yes. And this week we will be busy. We're excited to see family and friends this weekend. Oh, yes. They're coming over to help celebrate with us and um, just kind doing our, like a little open house yeah, type thing. Kind yeah. of our, this was Angie's great idea, just like the, the ceremony setup was your great idea. But, uh, <laughs> The uh, we're doing sort of a reception slash open house because we finally got our construction done. We renovated yeah, everything. The renovations done. Everybody's been wanting to see it. They, we didn't do a reception because we didn't have really a you know a wedding uh, party or a ceremony party where people could be invited. It was very intimate. It was just us. So it'll be cool to have you know yeah. to see everyone, to show them the house, to hang out and have some food and drinks. Yeah, and. We look forward to that. and We do. And then starting next week, we're back to normal shows again with guests like we've been doing um, now that we're back from hiatus. But we hope you guys have enjoyed this recap 
of our uh, of our honeymoon and our wedding weekend. And I mean, you know, we had to say something, you r- know, right. since no guests, since we were busy, busy and out of town. Yeah, <laughs> but but um, a lot of these places, you know, if you're planning on that trip, if you're planning on going to do something local, all those things we mentioned the last episode for Winter Garden are amazing. And then if you're ever planning a trip to North Carolina to the Asheville or Hendersonville area. You know, the things we mentioned in the last episode, this episode, we'll put links in. I think in the last episode, we mostly just put links for what the local stuff in Winter Garden. This week, we'll put links for things we mentioned last episode and this episode for North Carolina. So yeah. if you're ever out that way, check those things out. And if you do, let us know what you thought. Yeah, and support those small businesses that are out there. Yes, there's so many. And there's so many great ones out there, too. There really is. And guys, we just appreciate each and every time that you tune in and listen. We have some great guests coming up. Up in the um, next few weeks. So keep on tuning in. Make sure that you subscribe so that you know when we have a new show coming out. And please give us a rating and a review if you have the time. We would very, very much appreciate it. Absolutely would. If you'd like to be on the show, if you know of someone to be a good guest on the show, please give us a call at 407-490-3899 or email us at feedback at fineanddangy.com, D-A-N-J-E-E. Dot com. All of our social media is fine and dandy. You can find us there to see what else is going on. That's right, guys. And remember each and every day to ask yourself, what am I doing to help those in my community? How am I making a difference? And how can I help more people? Indeed. And remember, at the end of each and every day, it's, it's all fine and dandy. And dandy.